0: for two blokes talking
1: tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the
0: news and information about technology.
1: It's uh, fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The
0: speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech.
1: Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good fun.
0: Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long
1: from your tech. Now my advice to people who like this kind of service is... It's Stephen Fennick from
0: techguide.com.au I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
1: Thank you for downloading uh, Two bikes Talking Tech, Trevor Long with you from eftm.com.au and Stephen Fenwick from techguide.com.au, live from New York where Stephen has just discovered that I spent the effort doing the post-production in last week's show. There'll be none, and I repeat, none this week. Some of your best work there, timed out beautifully That's at the end. Uh, you've, you've done that before, haven't you? Thanks for your overwhelming tweets too. Thanks, everyone. There was one person <laughs> yeah. tweeted us. It was probably Robert. Great support. I um, think it was Robert, actually. It was someone else, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, whoever that was, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, no one's no one's bothered to. We, we do appreciate you getting in touch. Yes, well, that's a big yeah. part of it. Anyway, we are in New York uh, and we're doing the show thanks to the good people at Nitgear.netgear.com today. We'll tell you about them shortly. But we have literally uh, an hour and a half ago left the, um, the Lincoln Center and one of the theaters there where Samsung had a very nice, large, like solid scale event, um, really well produced uh, event where they unveiled the Samsung Galaxy S. Eight, Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus, uh, Dex docking station, Gear
0: 360 camera, Gear VR headset with controller. Yeah. So it's a solid day for Samsung. It was. It was big. And, and and just sort of to to paint the picture, we the Lincoln Center is a very famous venue here in New York. A lot of musical acts and theatre that that's, is put on there. So it was a p- pretty prestigious venue. We did have to line up for a fair bit. So there was a lot of people, a massive crowd here. And to get into the venue, we were required to have... Uh, they they asked us to download the app, type in the special invitation code, and that generated a QR code that we had to flash at the door, and uh, and that led us through the gates, and then. Promptly at eleven o'clock precisely, it started, didn't it? That was uh, on time. Well, they had to
1: because the embargo for um <laughs> for the for the information for yeah. the people like us and do you know what? And, and I, this is a little bit of an insight into the, into the world that we live in, but it's it's pretty unique and pretty exclusive for us among the other Aussie journalists and a few other groups that were able to get hands on with these devices yeah. yesterday, so that we could take photos, um, write our stories, and have them ready to go at the moment of yeah. of the launch. And that was um, hammered home to me when. You know, people sitting around us. There was a moment in the in the in fact, it was the Gear 360 camera when when they
0: showed that a guy behind me goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and you're like, you know, this yeah. is this is a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, and no, so we were lucky to get that insight, weren't we? And it's yeah. it, it it allowed us to get our stories ready and have take our photos. Yeah. Like I took like 500 photos. I think at the hands-on session yeah, yeah. with the the S8 and the S8 Plus. Now I'll say straight off the bat, S8 Plus. All day long for me. Bigger S8 screen. all day long. Biggest screen, so six point two screen inch screen for the S8, S8 Plus five point eight for the uh, S8. But well, I'll stop you there. Bigger. It's bigger nah, than the S7. I'll stop you there.
1: We can't compare it to any other phone. You can't, apart from the G 6 which we'll talk about in a minute. But you can't compare the screen size of the of the S8 or the S8 Plus to the iPhone or anything like that because it's a different um, ratio. It's a different distorted size, so it's not actually, you know, a wider screen. So it's very complicated. So the reason for that is uh, Samsung's gone with this infinity screen concept, which they, which is what they call it. Basically, you've still got a, an edge... A curved edge on the side, not quite as curved, I don't think, not as, as, as the bridge. as the edge, the their seven edge.
0: Yep. Similar to what the note had. Remember, the note seven had a bit of a curved edge. Oh, I didn't think we were allowed to talk about the note seven anymore. Okay. 7.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, it was it's very similar to the, note, to the note seven. It's so basically, when you're looking at it front on, it does look like the the screen literally runs off the edge yep. of the page, it's
0: like an edgeless display almost. And,
1: and if you think about your current mobile phone, people, if you're listening, driving along, walking along, whatever, look at your phone and you'll see centimeter up the top, centimeter down. The bottom where the Samsung logo is, where the speaker is, you put up to your ear. Down the bottom, there's a home button on an iPhone, on any, any device. Yeah. What they've done here. He's gotten rid of that. You've got about maybe two, three,
0: five mil at most, yes. top and bottom. What is it? It's eighty-three percent of the front of the of the phone is screen. Yeah, which and is a huge ratio.
1: It's a huge ratio, and we we should be clear. We saw this and we talked about this with the LG G Six. It is not identical because LG's is eighteen to nine. Uh, Samsung's is eighteen point five 18. to 19. nine, yes. um, but. Um, the, and, and again, it's it's a hilarious thing. We were uh, we were waiting to go out the other day, and it was a dark darkish room we were in. And you and you had the G6, <laughs> had G6 with six. you, yeah. and you, you were just looking at it. And one of the guys from Samsung looked over your shoulder and absolutely yeah. shat himself because yeah, yeah. where, he where'd you get that? Because he thought you had the <laughs> yeah. S8. Uh, you know, when you see this screen turned on and glowing at you, it it, it just looks remarkably different yeah, without probably. any question. Now, LG pretty much did nothing but talk about how entertainment would be improved. Samsung talked about that, and they talked about its HDR capabilities and mobile certified, da-da-da-da, but they also spent more time wisely talking about what else you can do with that screen. And the best example they gave was with Android you can split screen, so you can throw a YouTube video at the top, you can have your text messages open. Not only can you be sending a text message with a keyboard open, so keyboards, you know, one third of the screen messages like the, the previous message to your messages is in the middle and the video you're watching is up the top. So, you're doing so much on the screen. You could be watching a, a YouTube video while just browsing
0: the web and reading newspapers. Uh, and right. they, they did. They did make a good point of the the <coughs> screens, not just bigger and and that pushed the boundaries and all of that. They gave some some real world examples of how it could be used. Yeah. But in terms of the design, um, there these are uh, that you can the really premium quality. Do you feel like really solid build quality? Also, really glossy uh, co- colors as well. Yeah. Like they got. I think we're getting black grey and gold yep. in Australia. There's five in total. There, we're there's getting a, three. There's a purpley one. And yeah, what's the other one? one? There's or, a sapphire yeah. blue, I think. But um, th- there's a little curve on the back of the device as well, so it fits nicely, the, the curve of your hand. And even with, with that shape of the screen, remember that 18.5.9 screen, that gives the phone a longer, narrower feel, so you can still use it. On, well, the S8 definitely, a one-handed use of the phone still. Even the the the, the um, S8 Plus, you can still use that practically with one hand as well. Yeah, so well, I mean, you can't reach to the top of the screen, let's no. be honest.
1: That's out of reach, but... I think we're, we're, we're not doing that kind of work where we're – you remember how our iPhone had got the double double tap the home or double touch the home button. It, it brings the screen down to give access to those things. I don't think you need that kind of thing. I think Android still has that as well where it kind of minimises down. But honestly, and I think LG obviously pioneered this in terms of um, release, but I think they probably um, found out through factory sources that it was happening and, you know, jumped on board because mm-hmm. it is a bit strange that two companies do the exact
0: same thing in the in – the, in the yeah. in the space well, of a couple and, of months, and, but and, and, yeah, you're right. And to be fair, the, all the rumours are pointing at that Apple are going to do the same thing as well. So the, yeah. this whole idea of fitting in a bigger screen in what would traditionally be yeah. a regular sized body yeah. is the, kind of the the new trend. We're Christ,
1: seeing. I can remember doing a, a mock up of that for the when we were talking about the iPhone six. Mm. You know what would it look like edge to edge? Yeah. You know edge to edge has always been. The design now, yeah. LG's G6 doesn't go edge to edge. There is about a millimetre around the left and right hand side, which not a bad thing to, to be honest. And I like the the squarish look and feel of the of the of the G6 probably better than the Samsung. But um, you can't doubt uh, Samsung's claim of the infinity screen. It looks yeah. it looks really really good now um the screen is no doubt the selling point um i think in store people will look at it and love it oh, yeah. um the design it looks looks
0: great it looks really
1: nice yeah. Yeah. Be, there's a couple of things here the home button's gone um, yes. there is a home Even
0: button the logo on, on the front's gone yeah
1: the, hum, the home home button is now on the screen and yeah. and you do get a haptic feedback from it fingerprint scanner is now on the back next yeah. to the camera um and uh, you know, we were talking to someone from uh, Samsung last night who kind of said the fingerprint wasn't going to be needed that much because you know you use your iris to unlock, you can use yeah, face to unlock. So they've now got a uh, not just uh, so you've got the iris unlock, which was pioneered in the in the Note Seven, mm. RIP, um, <laughs> but which is amazing in terms of biometric security. It's the best you can get. Mm. But a simple face unlock like Windows Hello is now available on a Samsung phone. And I think if you have that, I just I, I just question though that that you require. To press the home button and then see, then for it to see your face, it's going to take a while. I don't want to to break it to you. It's quicker just to press the home button with your fingerprint on
0: it and just opens. But there's no no home button. This is my point. But what do you want a home button or a bigger screen? What do you sacrifice? And I think that no, I'll stop you there.
1: I just think that if anyone does it best, it's Oppo, right. You don't have to press. You just put your fingerprint, or and Huawei do it as well. You put yes. your fingerprint yeah. on on you put your finger on the fingerprint scanner. It, it turns on and unlocks in one motion without pressing anything. So that's what we need. And we'll have to test this when we get review yeah, units. I, but yeah, well,
0: speaking of the fingerprint, it's it's to the right. It's to the right of the camera. Yeah. So looking at the back of the phone, it's an awkward the, spot. Yeah, there's the there's the flash, there's the lens, and there's the fingerprint reader. Mm-hmm. So if you're holding it in your right hand. And using your index finger, it sort of fits okay. If you're a lefty holding it in your left hand, you kind of got to swing your finger all the way over to the other side. Why didn't they just put it underneath the lens? Like well, I don't know whether they just want to keep the symmetry there or what. But
1: oh, I think they were going for symmetry um, because you look at many other people have done that. And here's the funny thing: now look at the Huawei P10. They took the fingerprint scanner off the back and put it on the front. And the trend is now to get rid of the home button. So, yeah, so it looks. And feel, design, beautiful, really well done. The screen is sensational, no doubt about it. Now, Bixby's probably the next important thing to talk about, which is their personal assistant. So you're talking taken on with a female voice.
0: Does that bother you? Does it bother it me? What are you trying like, to say? Bixby's kind of a man's name, don't you
1: think? Oh, can't, okay.
0: th- Dude, what no, are you no, saying? I'm not saying that it's bad having a girl. Like, I've got, my, my, you know, it's like my I'm wife, married my, to a girl. Exactly <laughs> right. My, my wife tells me what to do all the time. I'm, I'm used to hearing woman telling me what to do, but yeah. Bixby, it sort of, it, it, it was. does
1: sound a like a bloke's boy. name. I'll give you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. So Siri, Alexa, uh, Google Assistant, what else is there? There's all Bixby. these, well, the world of assistants, right? Now. When they first started talking to us about Bixby, they there were so many things that, that sounded amazing. Now, in my in the first demonstrations I've seen, um, I'm, I'm I'm pulled back a peg in that excitement, and I really want to play with it. Now, we don't know it's going to be available at launch in Australia. In fact, it probably won't be. Bixby, it'll probably yeah, take it'll, some time. No. Not only with the native apps, though, won't it? With the native apps, it'll be
0: available. Oh, no, there's,
1: there's no confirmation that it'll be available in Australia because they've got to get the Australian accent working, and all that kind of stuff. There's no confirmation so got, it'll work got in, got in, till, in the US at launch. Until
0: April 28, so. And 21 for.
1: 21 for, for early, early. No, 21 like for early. Pre- in
0: Australia, yeah, pre- they may be early. That's right.
1: If you order, we'll get to this. But if you yeah. order, if you're one of the first to order, yeah. you'll get yours you on get, the you 21st, first, yeah, yeah, which is an enticement before, to have that spike a week before the launch. The launching. Bixby, the idea is there's a dedicated button on the left hand side. You press it once, it just shows you your Bixby um, kind nice. of cards, which yeah. is like Google Now, yeah. um, so things that it thinks you want to know push and hold the button, it brings up the assistant. Now, when they, they said it doesn't take you out of the app and I thought, well, so it's just going to kind of bring up a little microphone and then – but it does. It just comes up like Siri and takes over the screen and then listens to you. But it is much smarter than Siri because it's contextual. So you can you could be looking at a photo and say um, – and press the button and say, send this photo to Stephen. And you don't have to – You know, it knows what this is. You can say, send this. Yeah. You can say, send this to Stephen. Yeah. And because it knows what's on screen, it knows what to send. Um, which is smart. Now, I mean, if you've tried doing that on an iPhone, it won't work. Um, so I think I think from what we've yeah. seen, it looks a lot smarter. Um, the idea yeah. of the native apps, like the Gallery app, looks brilliant. What they've done, yeah. they say, you know, there's Show me the how
0: do I talk or something. Like that. Yeah, they okay. say
1: there's like so, uh, there's like fifteen hundred possible um, things you can do. Multiply that out by the number of combinations of those so, things. There's yeah. like a million different things you yeah. can get Bixby to do. So you could be in a, in an app, in a in a photo, and say and press the button and say rotate this to the right
0: and rotate the photo to the right. Well, they were saying in the demo that anything you can do with touch, you can do with voice. That's a big call. So that's massive. So rather than you having to fiddle around editing your image. Like you said, rotate right, rotate left, crop, I don't know, can you crop it with your voice? I don't know, it'll be a world's first. You can crop a picture with your voice. Well, I mean. A little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. Golly. Well, exactly, <laughs> crop this by 50%. I mean, I don't know, yeah. is it possible? We'll have well, to test on gonna it. we're going to have to find out. But um, I like the fact, too, that it rem- it remembers things that you do. Like, I think the example you gave is that like, a person who normally, who normally maybe rings their wife on the drive home from the office every day, uh, it'll say, oh, you normally ring Amanda this time of day. Would you like to do that again? pretty awkward if your wife's got your phone at a, a, a <laughs> yeah. particular time of day and says, You normally, so, normally, so, normally ring your girlfriend so, this time so, of that day. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bix, Bixby's learning too much about Bix, me. Bixby is the name of your divorce lawyer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You'd normally visit this website at this time of the night. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you normally got Chicken a and of corn. tissues at this
0: time of night. Should we get that ready for you, Trevor? It will say. Oh. You normally look at uh, these these sorts of websites at night
1: <laughs> I'm not well I've got a cold yeah, yeah. and you're really killing me here with oh, my with my throat but so I, I, look I think Bixby's excellent but I, I think we really need
0: to see house. through the early, early hype yeah. to understand if it's really really great but you've got to remember too like it's it's only just launched. And it, I think it's going to, as it learns more about you and improves on the back end, it's just going to get better and better. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's an exciting first step. It, it's, I like the fact that they said, right, we're not just going to give you Google Assistant and that's it. We're going to give you our own. It's got its own, I think you call it an, an intelligent user interface. Yeah. So it's good that they're raising the bar in that area anyway. I just think
1: if we're going to get artificial intelligence right, we need the more people, the better. So Google would have had a much better... I guess growth in their artificial intelligence. If uh, if Google Assistant was in Samsung,
0: like they'd be filthy. If it wasn't in Samsung, if it was in Samsung, yeah. Google would. Google Assistant. But don't they want to keep that for Pixel? Like, don't, no, it? I don't see It's in the LG G6. Yeah. But not every phone, not every Android phone has it. No, but all, all the new ones really should yeah. and, and will, like Nokia will and Motorola will. So I just think they'd be disappointed that Samsung's gone their own race and here. And they even made a point, DJ Co made a point about how close they work with Google. Remember that slide? They had oh, the I Samsung think that Google was right. a bit of a make
1: sure that we keep them on board yeah, kind of thing. Um, And the other thing, Bixby, by the way, uh, also has photo recognition. I've been playing with some apps on the iPhone that do this. You know, very smart. You point them at something, it says it's a bottle, it's a plant, it's a whatever. This is even better than that. You point it at a book and you press shopping, it'll show you where the book's available and and how much it'll cost. So it's kind of a smart uh, uh, artificial intelligence through the camera, which is good. But again, I, I just don't think Bixby is a selling point. I think it's a nice
0: feature. I don't think it's a selling point. Before I know that we're both red hot for the Samsung Dex feature, which will keep yeah. hold the hold that thought. Samsung Connect, I think that's uh, a smart feature as well but for to all, for all the smart devices we've got in our homes. And they don't have to be Samsung devices, by the way, but they do have to be compliant with them. So, like yeah, Philips, here yeah. for
1: example, has to have been through Samsung's process. It's not like suddenly your WeMos are going to work or your Arlo's are going yeah. to work on Samsung yeah. Connect. It's a it is a smart home app yeah. uh, controlling multiple devices
0: but across ecosystems. I think it's a smart like Apple's got HomeKit, and yeah, where that where that is like a one stop shop for all your devices. This, Samsung needed this, and it's good that they've got they introduced their own because one thing with Internet of Things. The only hassle is that you've got to jump in and out. If you've got, say, a, yeah. a Netgear camera, you've got a Wemo switch, you've got all these different products, you've got to go out of four or five different apps. At least this brings everything into one place. And naturally, the, the example they gave was Samsung fridge and a Samsung vacuum uh, robot vacuum cleaner and, and uh, all, all these other devices all connected. They were lights connected. So all in one place, you can connect all these smart devices I think it was a no-brainer that it had to be there as a feature. So uh, good to see they've introduced it. I'm sure a lot of companies are going to make sure their products are compliant with it as well. Yeah. You
1: mentioned Dex. Now, I, I, I had a bit of a kind of uh, when you test the pulse of a few of the other people in the room yesterday when we had our preview of this. You I, test, you I test my pulse? Because I knew your pulse, mate. <laughs> I, you and I have a very similar pulse similar in pulse, this really. regard. Okay. Um, I didn't get a good feeling from others about this, it's and really I'm talking, tight, you know. I thought
0: this is one of the best features. I really
1: like it. I 100% agree. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is a little hockey puck style um, thing, which doesn't look like anything except it's got, you know, HDMI in the back, two USB ports yes. and an Ethernet, right? And then you push down on the lid, and it kind of slides up. And there's a USB-C in there. You dock your phone in there, mm-hmm. and it becomes a computer. Now, it doesn't just like if you've ever AirPlayed your iPhone up onto a TV. Yeah, that's good, but it's not. A, it's that's just big just screen, big right? This is it turns into a computer. Yeah. Android becomes like Linux. It's it be, a
0: desktop it, version of Android.
1: Yeah. Fully desktop version it has looks you know it taskbar really nice. yeah, down yeah, on the yeah, bottom. Uh, nice. screen, uh, applications run as win, yeah. as as Windows within the environment. Uh, Microsoft has customized their yeah. applications to look. They look like the Office Suite in Windows. Yeah, really uh, awesome. Adobe's done the same with Lightroom and
0: Photoshop yeah. Express. We should, you, we should mention that this is powered by the processor that's got an octa processor, yeah. ten nanometer processor, which is. That's like laptop-class processor. The,
1: the, the DeX unit is simply um, you know, a USB-C, the charging and, and the interface to the, to the PC. There's no power in the DeX unit in terms of processing power, except there's a fan because they must have noticed that the, the, the phone was getting pretty hot mm. running as a PC, right? Yeah. But you can receive text message on the screen. You can receive course,
0: calls and use yeah. it as a blue to, as a hands-free speakerphone. I, in my demo, I had a test of it, and I, I pulled up two browsers, watched a YouTube video... And manage to open up a PowerPoint document. So all this running at once. Now this is, it's got four gig of RAM on the phone, yeah. but that ten nanometer processor helps power this. Yeah. So you can just imagine. And I think uh, they've done a deal with Qantas. All the Qantas lounges are going to have the Dex thing. So yeah. if you're no Virgin mate, only Qantas so far. If you go into the lounge and you need to do a bit of work, rather than have a lug get your laptop out. Pop the the no, the, the S eight and S eight plus in the decks, yeah. and up comes the your desktop emailing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would carry yeah, a Dex yeah, yeah, with me as I travel. Yeah, you, you know, you could you plug it in. Carry here. a laptop. You wouldn't yeah. need to carry a laptop if you had a it, it monitor. Yeah, it's I like op- hot desking—the uh, future well, of hot desking. So, and
1: I open up Excel and did like uh, formulas and calculations and stuff. But here's the thing, and why I don't think some of the people I spoke to really understand. I don't think, like, I worked in an IT environment at SBS, and mate, there are people in that organisation who you could give the the best smartphone to, and they'd never need anything else because you bring like sales reps, bring it back, yeah. doc, Do and and cool. they don't need to have synchronisation of anything. It's just your computer. Yeah. And you, you just have a DeX and a, and a keyboard and a mouse and a monitor on every desk, which, which is the way hot desks work,
0: except you don't need to give everyone a laptop and a phone. You just give them a phone.
1: Yeah. and the and good
0: thing too is that when you're done, you pull out the phone and, and you don't leave anything behind because it's all on your phone. So yeah. there's no security risk because it's all on your device. There's 64 gig of onboard memory, plus you can expand it to up to 256 gigs. So you can carry a lot of data around on that as well. And they showed a virtual machine running so you could actually remote into a
1: Windows PC yeah. and run a Windows PC. But forget that. Forget the corporate environment for a minute. Think of the mums, dads and grandparents. Now, you and I get calls all the time from people and I've had people recently, that have got a seven-year-old computer that's on the blink, what should I be buying? I often say to people, are you just doing email and Facebook? Because if so, get an iPad, right? Well, hang on a minute. There you go. Just get this and a $199 dock Keep the monitor you've got, plug yeah. it in, and you've got yourself a new computer.
0: I, think I commented to you during the uh, presentation, and you agreed. I said that that's the future of mobile. That's the future of mobile computing, where these phones are getting as powerful as a laptop. That's going to be where, and who knows? In five years' time, this thing will have a little projector in it, so you can project your monitor and a little projector for your keyboard this the power of these devices i think people are, you'll be surprised how powerful this one is and look hp did this at barcelona
1: at mobile World congress last year they had the elite x3 mm-hmm. which was a windows phone it came on a windows computer it was amazing yeah. but it's an enterprise product they're not yeah, hp not, not really true. cutting through in the in the mobile market so it didn't really get cut through when samsung does it it really makes a difference yeah. do you remember motorola did this with like the Christ, and I'm talking five, six years ago, they had a little thing that you could, yeah, like a phone that had a little dock and would become a kind of laptop yeah, as well. The idea's been around, yeah.
0: but this is the first time I've seen it executed point to now. perfection. Yeah, absolutely right. And, and the, que- the other question I asked you was, would, would Apple ever do this? And my answer to that, I answered my own question. I said, well, no, they won't because they want you to buy an iPhone. Mm. They want you to buy a Mac yeah. So Samsung don't have any computer business to speak of to to cannibalise in Australia yeah. and even other parts of the world. The phone business is strong. So would would Apple ever go down that route? Well, my my wish with Apple would be that the the operating systems would eventually become one. They merge, yeah, iOS 100%. and Mac OS becomes one.
1: I've said this before yeah.
0: about Launchpad. I mean, Christ, it yeah. should be the centre of the thing, but it's
1: stupid. Without even have a touch screen, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's not yeah. a touch screen. But um, there was a patent released a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, which was kind of timely, um, and I reckon they leaked from it Apple. from Apple um, of like it looked like a, a clamshell, one of those um, yeah, no, no, one no, no, of those and the yeah, iPhone, fits and in the it. iPhone fits in it, so it becomes your trackpad, <laughs> yes. and
0: maybe that becomes a screen. But wow. I'm with you; I don't see them doing it at all. Not not at any time soon. But but it, it makes sense. Like this is a device we carry around everywhere. Yeah, it's connected all the time. It makes sense to have everything in one place. Yeah. All right, that's called
1: Dex, and uh, you can see photos of that and all the all the products we've talked about at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. It's time to meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy-fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connection through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 uh, square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed you're paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Our reviews are at techguide.com.au and aftm.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Now, Stephen. We've talked about the phone, we've talked about decks, we've talked about other things. It's expensive. I'm just going to say straight out, it's $1,199 for the S8, which is, you know, standard fare these days. We've, we've gone we've yeah. gone past the $999 phone. But
0: well, hang on, let me put it in context for you before you go on. It's the same price as the G6. Yep. It's the same price as the Sony XZ Premium. It's the same price as the HTC U Ultra. So is it expensive then? Call the C. they're colluding. Well... Uh, my my point is that that I think that is in the price range of where it belongs. The others, I'm aren't. just sad. The others
1: aren't. I, I'm disappointed. Yeah. No. Okay. So what your point is that, that the at least this feels like it's worth twelve hundred yeah. dollars, whereas you don't think the others are.
0: Well,
1: I think they others are, the others but are I don't think expensive. they have. Yeah, but yeah. I think they're being arrogant to pr- place themselves yeah, well, in that spot. So that that's the ballpark. Straight up. Before we talk about the plans, though, there's your G6 sitting yeah, in front of you. Yeah. Let's say that's the S8. Yeah. They're the same price. Mm -hmm. They're pretty much on the same plans. I buy the G6. I get a free TV, forty-three inch, (laughs) twenty seventeen TV. I mean, that's a bloody with Telstra, and you spend more than ninety-five dollars. Yeah, ninety-five dollars an up. Forty-three inch TV. Forty-three inch TV for for free.
0: Well, that's a thousand dollar TV. Yeah, true, and and you and many would jump on that. Great, but. Do LG if LG weren't giving away a TV, would people buy it? No, that's that's the reason. That's the smartest do they need thing. A TV ever do they need a TV to sell this thing?
1: Yes, they. Well, they. Yeah, well. So to be clear, the LG G Six is a bloody great phone. Yeah. But how do you get people to choose it in the Telstra store? You give them a free TV and that's how you create a new brand loyalty. i, I got to say that's the challenge for, for all the other manufacturers mm. It's just enticing people because they have the products. Everyone yeah. has the product. And, again, we've said this a million times to people on Bloody Radio – You can buy a four hundred dollar phone. It's bloody outstanding, Mm. right? For most people, it's going to do more than enough, right? So you actually don't need to spend all that money. But how do you entice someone to, you know,
0: to do that and get those phones? So I think Samsung. What are they offering? A free VR headset with the controller. Whoop de doo. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. So look, uh, it's it's eleven ninety nine. The
1: the S eight plus is thirteen forty nine. So again, iPhone pricing as well. But plan wise, I was staggered to see Virgin, Optus, and Telstra's plans. This thing, you know, when we talk plans, you normally got the, the plan cost and then the handset cost. I like to look at where the, where the zero dollar handset cost lies. And normally it's around the eighty buck mark. It used to be seventy-five, eighty. Now not a single one under like a hundred bucks. Yeah, or
0: ninety-five. Or ninety-five like with Optus. Tel- well, no, no, Optus. I think Telstra got a ninety-five, but I'm on the swap thing, mobile swap plans, which you're not a fan of. Like, oh, I hate it? the idea of being locked into because a
1: you've got to give a phone, phone contract. back.
0: But what's you all? Well, how it works is you have the phone for a year. You give the phone and back. You, and you've paid them, you know, $400. For 12, for 12 months. You've paid them for the yeah. phone. You're leasing the phone. So they get You the don't phone get to back. keep it, yeah. yeah. So they get the phone back after 12 months. You get a new phone when you start a new two-year plan. So every time you do it, you're going to start a new year You're yeah. consistently in a yeah. well, rolling two-year plan. I can see that they're smart. They lock you in as a customer. But you as a customer get a new phone every year.
1: So like for like, forget yeah. the swap plans. Yeah. Scroll down and look at the actual plans. If you were to walk in as a new Telstra customer, not wanting to go with a new phone feeling, and all that kind so of Zero data. dollars. Zero, zero dollars. dollars. The
0: cheapest zero dollar Telstra plan for the Galaxy S8 and the S8 Plus. $195. Uh, unbelievable. It gets you 35 gig of data.
1: <coughs> Which is, is
0: uh, Optus have got 100
1: gig of data for 160 bucks. So I just feel like the the zero dollar thing has just gone out of the park. So you've now got people signing up to eighty dollar plans and spending ten or fifteen dollars a month for the for the phone. We've well, got the
0: Optus plans in front of us here, and these are all By the way, pre orders start March thirty one, which is yeah. we're recording on Thursday morning Australian time. So that's tomorrow yeah. if you're listening straight away. Um, the well, the and, cheapest, and if not, why not? The cheap the cheapest uh, zero dollar plan for Optus is one hundred and thirty a month, and yeah, yeah, that gets you thirty gig of data. Yeah.
1: yeah, and Virgin doesn't have
0: a plan where it's zero
1: dollars. Yeah. And so, so if you want to so
0: I am I'm reckon probably the, the sweet spot for, for Optus is probably gonna be probably around the eighty the ninety what, four dollar month. I think I think the eighty five dollar plan, nine dollars a month gets you an S8. No, so you're paying ninety four dollars yeah, a month. Seven gig of data though, maybe if that was like twelve gig, that'd be awesome. But they're their nearest one, so you, say you pay hundred and five bucks, you suppose, say you pay an extra eleven dollars, you get an extra you doubled your data. Critical thing here. Yeah. We don't have Vodafone pricing
1: yet. Yeah, are hanging they back, hanging yeah. back to go boom with yes. something that blows everyone away? Yeah.
0: I hope so. Because if they're I, not, yeah, it's, it's, it's been so a complete too. waste but, of strategy. But my Optus, remember my Optus theory with Optus was that it seems that Telstra have gone out a bit a bit more aggressively with plans for the S8. Yeah, Optus, oh, Optus, Optus normally are pretty aggressive with their plans, but... I don't know is it is it do you think that Optus may be keeping their powder dry to to really go boom with the new iPhone plans when they're when they come out so because oh, you know what's going to happen right people are going to see Telstra's plans hang on SA Telstra cheap fast network lot of data I'm in that's going to And suck. we should be clear that's Telstra's, suck a lot of customers Telstra's big thing here is they've got the fastest network for yes. this phone because it can be well, gigabit speed well, so, Optus has that as well while on oh, in yeah. Macquarie Park I, I know well Telstra is widespread even But it's growing they're it at least expanding this that aside Telstra, there's going to be a lot of people thinking, wow, Telstra, that's great value. Boom, new phone, they're in. So they've, they've started a two-year contract. In three months, when I think they're going to announce the iPhone at WWDC, right, when that happens, and then Optus can come out and say, right, all these customers are locked into a Samsung contract, we're going to now come up with these red-hot iPhone contracts to get everyone else. I just, that are waiting. There, there's Is two, that reading too there, much into it? You reckon? I think it's giving too
1: much credit to, <laughs> to them. Frankly, <laughs> I, there, there's two important phones in the air. There's Samsung and there's Apple. Yeah.
0: Why would you want? Well, why would you want the biggest slice of both pies? Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, I just think that everyone everyone seems to think and that Apple's going to come up with something really special this year? They we're, are. Like, we're, well, all so let's, let's we're all waiting. Let's talk about that. right? Yeah, we're, so we, we, for we've talked pricing
1: um, and we've talked about how we, we agree that the WWDC is where they have to announce the phone. Well, if, it, if it's as radical as this, yes. because if, if yeah. Android was an open uh, system that allowed developers to come into it the way WWDC kind of yeah. promotes iOS and you're removing the, fing- the, the fingerprint scanner from the home button, you're removing a physical home Which button, all those things, then you
0: have to announce that at WWDC to allow developers to, to build their apps around, right? But it and also gives customers the th- gives customers a look at this thing, and they'll think, "Wow, I'm going to wait for that." That, that is that, that's, that's uh, what's going to prevent uh, them going elsewhere. And let's remember this: the Samsung,
1: uh, apart from the the early adopters who are just going to get the Samsung regardless, right? Anyone who pre-orders
0: is not thinking about an iPhone, right? If you're pre-ordering a Samsung Galaxy S8, you're not thinking about an iPhone. We should point out though that this is 13 months after the S7s come out. So if you if you've got an totally. S6. Or an S, even an S7. Say you were one or twelve-month upgrade. Yeah. This is thirteen months because the other one came out in March last yeah. year. So you've waited. And f- if you wait fifteen
1: months, you got there's a new iPhone at least announced. Yeah. So then you wait a couple more months and you've got it. Right. So so what does Apple announce? They have to announce edge-to-edge screen. Like it has to go. They have to be able to create width yeah. in the screen. Yeah. They have to be able to create a bigger screen with the same body. They have to make a thinner phone. No, they they've got to get
0: rid of the home button. They've got to get rid of the home button. Yeah. yeah. Will, will, will they, they be able it? to?
1: Will they be able to maintain the fingerprint under the screen? That's the kind of interesting thing. That, the, that's I going don't,
0: to be revolutionary technology. They can oh, do. That. Has Apple not done revolutionary before? Well, they have, but but the technology to uh, scan a fingerprint through Mate. a digital screen. Mate, when the iPhone
1: 5s came out, yeah. did anyone think it was possible to scan a fingerprint? Through a through a static button. Remember, before that, you had to swipe your fingerprint on every friggin' yeah, thing yeah. with the little green light showing. Right? <laughs> I mean, you got to remember that's that's how full on well, this if is they can this well. That then game over, baby. So you know, I think that that Apple. If well, let's put it this way, if Apple come out with you know an iPhone uh, eight, eight or X or X or, edi- or edition yeah. and a plus and they're slightly different design and slightly bigger screen, it's got to be. no, no, wait, it's got to be the, the, slight, I say slightly different size, slightly bigger screen, yeah. then that's a fail. If they come out with those two phones as like their base model and then this addition,
0: right, yeah. iPhone addition, Well, that, that's a rumour. It'll which, be your 7S, which will be the, a basic upgrade of what yeah. we've got, and then this iPhone 8X or whatever they're going to call it. addition, which is something
1: stunning, right, to the yeah. point where it is literally all screen in your hand, more than even Samsung's achieved yeah. here
0: that's going to that's gonna blow the market out of the water. But that's how revolutionary it needs to be for them to it do It does. That. I think the, the the pressure is really on Apple, I think. They've really got to come up with something special because uh, I, I know a lot of people who they, they had an iPhone 6 or 6S and they saw the 7 they went, yeah, they, they, well, hang on. It looks pretty much like what I've got and it didn't yeah. really compel people to change. So... I think with the whole the whole symmetry of this whole thing, which is going to be June is actually the actual month where the iPhone launched in 2007, so it's going to be the 10th anniversary. WWDC starts, Worldwide Developers' Government starts June the 5th. So we, we're both in agreement that we think that Apple is likely to unveil the phone there, give the developers a look at it, and give them an opportunity to develop for it because there will be facial recognition and other development opportunities with it. But it's also going to then give customers a, a notice to say, right, this is what we're doing. Not out till September, but this is what's coming. Yeah. So
1: hang 100%. in there. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. I mean, it's an exciting year for mobile phones. Oh, I am not overwhelmed by the S8. I think it's amazing the big screen, mm-hmm. but I think the the G6 uh, warmed me to that already. Yeah. But it is the first time I've been keen to use a Samsung for like more than more than the week. You know, Mm. I'm really keen to give it a couple of months because I wanna wanna understand if Bixby's you know Mm. really a a more improved, not revolutionary, but a better personal assistant. I definitely want to muck around with Dex like big time. That is that is really exciting to me, Um, and and I want to know whether I get a feeling that that bigger screen does kind of improve my day yeah. you know does reading more tweets on screen make a difference or does you know re- reading web pages without having to scroll more i don't know do take those things just selfies. sound stupid better selfies in that man oh how can you take a better <laughs> selfie man, um and we we should say that the camera on the back didn't get really get an upgrade the camera on the front did yeah, with, with autofocus auto and facial recognition
0: pixel but no, I'm, I'm excited about this and, and as i said at the top s8 plus all day long the bigger screen that's that's what i would use yeah. and I've got. I can remember when the Note Seven came out. Rest in peace. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I that was my phone. I, I was using that phone, and it, and I said, I wrote this in my review. It was one of the best phones I'd ever used. It and was it, brilliant until your ears were burning. And then, and then, yeah, I had to give it back again because there was an issue. And the it kind of there. There were so many people who were telling me the excitement from they saw from the Note Seven, the positive reviews. They were thinking right. I'm making the switch. That was going to be the jumping point for a lot of iPhone users. They're going to make the switch. And then what happened, the rest is history. The iPhone, the Note 7 died. The iPhone 7 came out. So that Samsung potentially missed out on a lot of customers. Will the S8 be that phone for these for these people now jumpers I'm going to call them jumping to another device no because you know, the, reckon, people that wanted one of the, may. Wanted the bloody it, stylists I mate. think it may I reckon because people who maybe just want a refreshing new design bigger screen uh, maybe this may be the jumping off point for them mm. to try something new and, and they're, they're bloody good looking phones they're really attractive really nicely designed yeah. great features that Dex feature wait till people get a load of that they're going to love it this could be it for them, and, and I'm looking forward to getting it and trying out. I'll, I'll be putting the SIM card in that and using it as my phone to test out Bixby, as you said, and using Dex and doing all of that because they've kind of set a new standard now. They're, I think yeah. they've reached another level now with the phone. They're, they're just just making the screen bigger and putting a bigger battery in. That's the, Just doing that's not going to cut it. It no. needed more, and they've given us more.
1: Well, I'd be interested in everyone's views. Uh, if you're listening to us, jump on Twitter at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fenwick, Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag. I mean, what do you think? Does this impress you? Is the pricing at the right point? Is it okay? Um, and, and also, if you have seen pictures or, or seen in the flesh the G6, I'm really curious as to what people would choose. You're walking into a store, mm-hmm. you're willing to sign up for 100 bucks or more at Telstra. Mm-hmm. There's a free TV. 43 inch 2017 model LG TV that you'll be sent if you sign up to a two-year plan. Or do you get the Samsung Galaxy S8 and a gear VR headset? Competitive out there.
0: But just, just uh this this whole event, I think the all the eyes of the tech world were on Samsung today. And to be
1: clear, they didn't yeah. they didn't go into any detail about the battery thing except at the very start. Um, DJ Co said um, you know we had a challenge. We challenging, a yeah, we, challenging, we had a challenge 2016. Yeah. Um, and then there was some clear vision of you know the the regiment. And the yeah. regime around the battery yeah. testing, but it wasn't yeah. discussed, which I think is right because they moved yeah. on from.
0: That. I think I commented to you. We were <coughs> sitting next to each other in the presentation, as we do, and um, follows me around. DJ Co. I said, I said, mate, that was well, he's, when he introduced the phone, and that was quite heartfelt. What he said about you know loyalty, the loyal customers have stuck by us, the the our customers and the our supporters, and you, everyone here in the room. He really that came from the heart. I reckon he 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 was really appreciative that despite all their challenges that that's what he called them over the last six months, that we've come to this point and we couldn't have done it without you guys. And I think it was I think it was a, they, a kind of a, a, a fresh beginning for, for the company because this was something that needed to be great, that needed to be a hit. this needed to be something they hit out of the park to put them back to put the note seven woes behind them permanently. This needed to be, a great product, and I think they've succeeded. They've they've done well.
1: And just to end uh, in the same way that they ended today, you have to look up the video... There's a commercial they've made. There's an ostrich. Just imagine it's an emu just to feel a bit more Aussie. But there's an ostrich that walks up to a table, you know, like a homestead and kind of puts its beak into a Gear VR headset and it gets stuck on its head. And the Gear VR headset is then showing, you know, flying through the clouds. And you can imagine when you look around, it looks like you're flying. tune of Rocket Man by Elton John. Rocket Man. I'm not editing that in. (laughs) Um, And the the bird, the the ostrich thinks it's flying, so it tries to fly. It is Probably the, the funniest oh, really corporate and video I've seen in a very long they time.
0: It didn't even show the phone. All you saw was the VR headset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole point of the ad was imagine what you do, what you think you can't do. do you and do. an ostrich is supposed to be a flightless bird. Yeah. And it's a, it was a really, really touching ad. It's touching and hilarious at yeah, the same time. It was really good, really good. Yeah.
1: All right, two blokes talking tech. Uh, constant stories and articles and updates at techguide.com.au, EFTM.com.au. We'll be back in, uh, in town. I'll be back in town next week. When will oh, you be back, I'll be Stephen? Back next Wednesday. Yeah, oh, we'll okay. We'll be back in time to record because Stephen's staying a little bit longer with his friends. He's got, he's got rich friends in city. He's got oh, an apartment on. overlooking the bloody Rockefeller. But anyway, whatever. Um, so
0: you're <laughs> not listening. You'll be back next week. Oh, well, what? Are they not rich? <laughs> Well, they're, they're doing okay. I yeah, think they do yeah, they're doing okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, good. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in town next week to record. That the, that'll be the last time I stay with them, I think. Oh, <laughs> come on. They love it. They love they it. They love it. Um, we'll be back next week. It. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And uh, we love your feedback on Twitter. Uh, or wherever else, but Twitter is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us both. Uh, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. Uh, Stephen, um, it's been lovely. Let's it's do been really this again.
0: Nice. I'm, I'm I'm a bit jealous of your room that you got here, by the way. The, you got a you got a view and a window, a corner room. Like yeah. uh, I don't like you having things I don't have. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't noticed that before. <laughs> I'm just joking. I thought, yeah, that's not a bad room. The sun's
1: shining in behind us It is finally a beautiful day. Look at it. I'm I'm, I'm, in love with New York today. I haven't liked the last
0: two yeah. days. I will be talking to management about yeah. the room selections.
1: But. See what you can do. They'll probably yeah. put you in the basement. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two
0: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick.